0: Ozuna's got it. Boehm's going to try it. Here he comes, and he's safe at the plate. Wow. On a shallow fly ball into left field. They roll the dice with Ozuna's arm. And Boehm is able to score on a bang-bang play at the plate. Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to episode number 321 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. KB riding solo once again, but we should have Matt back in studio on Wednesday night. But we got a lot to dive into this episode. But before we get into it, this show would not be possible without our awesome local sponsors. Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, and of course the homies over at Tomahawk Shades, the best eyewear in the game. They've been partnered up with us for well over a year now, uh, partnered up with us during a global pandemic. That's how you know they mean business and want to be with the best com- best companies, best operations possible. Our brands fit together well, because they're protecting our eyes each and every day. You only get one set of eyes, so put the best eyewear on them to make sure you're protecting them day in and day out. Whether you're watching TV, binging your favorite shows and movies, watching the Phillies kick ass on Sunday Night Baseball, or staring at a computer screen, you need those Blue Light Plus glasses. Say you're outside, summer's right around the corner, you need the sunglasses. Check out their small batch collective. They've got limited edition runs on merch sunglasses, masks, you name it, they've got it. The homies over at Tomahawk Shades are the best in the business. And when you go to checkout, after you fill your cart up with everything, to the nines, use our code USP to get 25% off your order at checkout. That's promo code USP at TomahawkShades.com for 25% off your entire order on their website. Shout out to the homies at Tomahawk Shades for being a quality product for an affordable price. And uh, hey you, yeah you, you got bush? You definitely do if you haven't tried the best products from our sponsors, Manscaped. After using these life-changing products, you're going to want to join a Ballsack Beauty Contest. I'm looking out for you guys because we have an exclusive 20% off discount code. Use our code USP at Manscaped.com. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0 kit. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the Essential lawnmower 3.0 Waterproof Cordless Body Trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. This is the best trimmer on the market to help you trim up the hedges. This trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. When you trim the hedges, fellas, the tree stands taller. Inside the perfect package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, making sure your balls are smelling majestic before your Tinder date. You'll also find the Crop Reviver Ball Toner, a spray on testy toner that's designed to make your balls smell irresistible. Be sure to add their refined cologne to your arsenal, and with a perfect package or performance package purchase, you get two free gifts the Shed Travel Bag, which is a $39 value, and the patented high-performance, reduced anti-chafing boxers. Get 20% off and free shipping with our code USP at Manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for your bush trimming experience. Get 20% off and free shipping with our code USP at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code USP. Guys, it's 2021 and you still got bush? Change that with Manscaped. And, of course, our friends at Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, the fastest-growing craft spirit in Pennsylvania. They're seven times distilled, certified gluten-free, blended with electrolytes, making it the first hydrating vodka on the market. And it's on, it's got the same mineral composition as that sports drink that starts with a G with those bad boys called electrolytes. They've also won awards for best package in the world. And make sure you guys also check out the Stateside Vodka Winners Club. Every single month, they are giving away vodka. It's the states. You win a free case of vodka. If you go to their Instagram, uh, check out the link in their bio to go to the Winners Club. You sign up. It's simple. You're in the running to be part of the Winners Club. You just enter your email for a chance to win a free case of Stateside Vodka Every month, a new winner will be selected and receive a full case of Stateside shipped right to your doorstep. All you have to do is enter your email. It's that easy. So go to Instagram, check out their Instagram, at StatesideVodka, and just click on the link in their bio to uh, join the Winners Club. And when you go to StatesideVodka.com to purchase your vodka, use our code USP at checkout to get 10% off the 1-liter bottles of vodka at StatesideVodka.com. That's statesidevodka.com, promo code USP to get 10% off the one-liter bottles of vodka from our friends at Stateside. You must be 21 or older to order, and of course, please drink responsibly. So let's get into it. We had one hell of a weekend. We were off on Thursday, the Phillies were. Uh, they went down to Atlanta to the, the House of Horrors, that is uh, truest Park, Truest Field, I'm not even sure what it's called because I try to remove it from my brain. Truist Park uh, down in Atlanta. And I'm going to call this series The Blowout, The Blunder, and The Boom. Because that's exactly what it was. First game starts off with just an absolute ridiculous game that got out of hand real quick. Phillies lose it 8-1. to uh, they lose on Saturday 5-4, to four, and then they end up winning on Sunday night baseball for the whole world to see. And of course, it is an absolutely ridiculously controversial call, uh, but we're going to get into it with the first game when they lost 8-1 to one, uh, on Friday night. So it's a Zach Wheeler game, which was brutal for my fantasy baseball team. Wheeler only goes four and two-thirds. He gives up three runs. Uh, walked four guys, some mistake pitches that finally caught up to him. And it was one of those games that it never really felt like the Phillies were ever going to be in it. You know, the Phillies were up one nothing, and then as the game progressed, the Braves were just like, yeah, we're going to win this game. They scored three runs in the fifth, three in the sixth, and then two more in the eighth. The Phillies had two errors in this game. It was just the blowout game that, we should have expected at some point. Uh, it was just not meant to be. and you know it's of course, it's against the Braves. the Braves pissed me off to no end. can't stand that team. Um, but the Phillies dropped the first game of the series and I was like, okay, you know, we ended up sweeping them to to start the season. i'll I'll take a loss here. It's fine. We'll recoup, we'll recover. And Saturday rolls around, and this was a game that the Phillies—they're gonna look back and want this one back because this is a game they should have won. Uh, things got started; it started off quick. It was uh, two runs to start the game for the Phils in the uh, the opening frame. The Braves followed up with three runs. Phillies go uh, one run in the fifth, one run in the sixth. The Braves get one in the sixth and one in the seventh. One of the runs the Braves score though is on just an absolute blunder by Jose Alvarado that could have been prevented. When you're growing up playing, you know, just like City League, Fall League, whatever it may be, you know, intramural baseball, uh, middle school, high school, anything, you know that if there's a runner on third, you are always throwing a home. You're always going to throw the ball home because it prevents any type of run from scoring, and Alvarado had the ball kicked back to him on a you know grounder, back to the pitcher. He turns around, does like a complete 360, goes to look to throw to second, and then comes around, throws it home, and in, by the time he's able to turn his whole body around, the runner scores, and that ends up being the winning run for the Braves. Just an absolute blunder of a play, boneheaded move, couldn't believe my eyes when it happened, and that's what ended up costing the Phillies a game, which was just absolutely, just wanted to pull your hair out type of win, which we haven't had much this season, so, uh, you know, it almost felt like a sense of normalcy in a sense with this Phillies team, but they end up losing that one. Bryce Harper goes yard in this game uh, for his first of the season, so it's good to see Bryce getting on track, and we'll get more into Bryce Harper with Sunday night's game, but uh, you know, this was a game, uh, you know, Andrew McCutcheon went deep. There were some really questionable decisions by Joe Girardi in the Saturday night game too. makes a double switch to put JT behind the plate, leaves Andrew Knapp in at first base. And that takes Reese Hoskins out of the game. Uh, he pinch hits Roman Quinn for Adam Hazley, which if you're pinch hitting Roman Quinn, like there's a problem because he's not a pinch hitter. Like, Roman Quinn can't hit. It's one of those things where it's getting increasingly frustrating that Roman Quinn is still on this roster right now because Buddy wouldn't be able to hit a beach ball. That's that's how poorly he hits at this current stage of the game. Um, Zach Eflin really settled down after that first inning where he gave up the majority of the runs. He gave up four over six innings, only walked one, struck out two, gave up seven hits. Um, Archie Bradley came in, the, the final earned run was charged to Archie Bradley, but it was given up by Jose Alvarado. Archie Bradley placed on the, the injured list as well on Sunday, the Phillies recall, Jojo Romero, Sam Coonrod looked great on Saturday night as well, went one inning, struck out two, was throwing just absolute gas. Um, but that game on Saturday is going to be a game that I look back on as one of those games that the Phillies should have won would have meant they won this series, um, but instead they go into Sunday night looking to salvage a series so they don't get swept uh, like they had just done to the Braves uh, to start the season, which is, is frustrating because this Phillies team, they, they've shown glimpses so far this year of being great, being dominant, and then for this this series against Atlanta to start with two losses in the fashion that the losses were, was just extremely frustrating. It was disheartening in a sense because this this team knows how good they are. Like there's no doubt about it, and they know that they should have won that game on Saturday. Um, but I mean, credit to the Braves—they're a damn good team. I know I I bashed them uh, on the last episode of the pod just because we swept them. You know, they didn't look intimidating, but their offense came to play. Uh, in this series, and Freddie Freeman woke up, his bat rose from the dead. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. was smashing the ball over the park. Ozzy Albies was hitting the ball everywhere. Theater can simply be defined as someone performing something for someone else. Theater also refers to the space designated for said performance. The term theater can also describe the process in which live performances are created. Acting, directing, producing, designing, all fall under this umbrella of theater. But to a kid in high school, theater can mean so much more. Join us as we draw back the curtain and reveal what I like to call the magic behind the magic. This is Curtain Talk. you know they have a they have a deep lineup that knows how to hit the ball all over the place and especially out of the park and when they're on they're on and that's up to the Phillies pitching staff to not make mistakes and when you have two of your top 3 guys going and those two guys lose uh in their like those two starts are losses that's tough to recoup from but uh i think it's just one of those things that they'll They'll bounce back from it. I think it's something that this team needed. Kind of make sure that they know that like they're not getting too full of themselves, but they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be okay, and they go into Sunday night looking to salvage the series. So Sunday night baseball rolls around for the entire world to see. We're on the the big stage of ESPN, and I truly had no no. It, belief that this team was going to be able to win just because of who was on the mount matt moore i i get the thought process about signing him from japan um but buddy's just not good whatsoever he he's laboring to get like 80 mile an hour pitches off he he looks uncomfortable Goes five innings, gives up nine hits, five earned runs, didn't walk anybody, which was nice. Phillies only walked one guy on Sunday night. Uh, Matt Moore had five strikeouts as well, so a bit of a better outing in terms of just going deeper in the game and all that, but uh, still not a good outing from Matt Moore in this game, and... (laughs) When it was kind of just like going back, it was like ping pong in this game. It was back and forth. The Phillies would score a run, the Braves would score a run. The Braves would score a run, the Phillies would score a run. And I was just like, can can somebody just figure it out? Because for the longest time this game was going on, like the Braves started this game off, it was 3-0 after the first inning. Phils got one back, and then the Phillies exploded for four runs in the fourth. Uh, D. D Gregorius went yard in this game. Uh, Bryce went yard in this game. And then we get the, <laughs> the controversial play where uh, Alec Bohm allegedly didn't touch first, but it was ruled that he was safe. They review it. He still ruled safe, and the internet exploded. You, you know it's going to be a time when John Boy tweets that his first thing that he's doing in the morning is doing a breakdown of this play. So we're going to have a John Boy play uh play breakdown which is going to be a lot of fun to see how that all shakes out and you know Braves fans losing their goddamn minds like they did all night on Twitter grow up uh you know bad calls happen all the time and uh you know I mean I'm going to take it they they called him safe so in the box score Alec Boehm was safe I don't care what anybody says shoelace touched the plate that's what happened Phillies win this game 7-6, to salvage the series. It's almost like whenever we tweet things out for the Phillies, they see it. They don't follow us, which would be fun if, if Phillies followed us, but we know you're keeping tabs on our tweets. We we, we said, you know, go out, salvage the series tonight. Go to, go to New York with a chip on your shoulder. Let's make it happen. Um... You know, Reese Hoskins went one for four in this game, scored a run, drove in a run. Bryce went yard, like I said. JT went one for four. Alec Bohm went two for four in this game, scored two runs. Gene Segura went one for three. Didi went one for three, went yard, drove in four. Big night for Didi Gregorius. Roman Quinn, oh for four. Matt Joyce with a big pinch hit uh, in this game, which was huge. And then the uh, the rest of the bullpen, Connor Brogdon, looks freaking amazing, guys. Like, he arguably is the best reliever in this bullpen, and he's just dominating. Every single time that he goes out there, he's he's flourishing. He looks comfortable. The, the pressure never seems to really get to him. The situation's never too big for him. I love watching him pitch. He looks confident. Just, I will... Gladly give the ball to Connor Brogdon in any situation because he looks the part to go out and get the outs that you need. You know, if you're calling in from the, from the bullpen and you need a guy to come get you three outs at most, it's going to be Connor Brogdon. You know, he can even go multiple innings if you need him to. I love watching him pitch. Sam Coonrod gives up an earned run uh, and his appearance strikes out one. I think it was one of the I think it was the Acuña home run later on in the game that he gave up which Acuña just mashed. Um but it, it it's nice to see, you know Jose Alvarado comes in, he walks one but he gets out of it. Hector Neris closes it down and the Phillies end up winning this game. Bryce Harper's starting to get hot. I don't know who told Bryce to get hot, but let's let's ride. You know, Bryce is mashing now, two home runs in two games. Um, he just, he really performs well against the Braves. Braves fans hate him. Uh, Bryce was going at it with a Braves fan, uh, at the game on Saturday, I believe Friday or Saturday went viral on Twitter because the dude didn't know how to pronounce Ronald Acuna's name. And Bryce was telling him how to pronounce his own favorite team's star player's name because dude was calling him Acuna. Like, come on, man, figure out how to say your, your star player's name if you're going to try to troll somebody for him not being better than Bryce Harper or for Bryce Harper not being better than him, like get a grip. What an absolute loser. The fact that you had Bryce Harper just like enunciating through the air for him and JT smiling behind him like Bryce's lackey was the funniest shit I've ever seen. Um, so shout out to Bryce for shutting him up and then shutting all the. Of- yeah, so that was on Friday night because then Bryce Har- homered on Saturday. Um, shut him up and then smash two home runs to end this series, get out of Atlanta, get out of that house of horrors and go take on a Mets team that <laughs> I think is a joke. You know, they have their ups and downs, but the Mets are two and three. Um, Their game got suspended due to rain today. They couldn't even really do much with it. Marcus Stroman was pissed off about them even playing this game. They split with the Marlins. Uh, They went on, Friday or they went on Thursday lose on Saturday uh they shouldn't I don't even yeah they shouldn't have even won that game on Thursday absolutely ridiculous that they did um so the Mets are two and three they uh they won that one game against the Phillies but now it's a four game series for the Phillies going into uh into Queens going into City Field I would love if the Phillies could win three out of four here because as it sits right now, the Phillies are six and three, two games up on the Braves and the Mets in the division um, toughest part is you know their they're, Phillies are five and one at home, one and two on the road so gotta fix that road record up a bit. And if you can go three and one in this and walk away from this stretch of the, the 13 game gauntlet, like Matt and I said, going nine and four, That would be massive. A massive start to the season would put the Mets at three and seven, three and six. Um, It would be huge just for this team going into the next part of this schedule, which, following the Mets, it doesn't get that much easier. Like, you have the Cardinals coming to town, which is like Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, Yachty, the whole nine yards with their lineup. And then the San Francisco Giants come in for three. So at least the Phillies are at home for the next six games after the the road trip, which is nice. Uh, But then they go out to Coors Field, so that's going to be scary with the pitching. It's a weekend at Coors. If Matt Moore or Chase Anderson are pitching in that series, I'm terrified. Uh, Let's see what it might end up being. Because we've got, let's see, tomorrow will be Chase Anderson, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, Uh, Chase Anderson, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, Zach Eflin, Matt Moore, Chase Anderson, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, Zach Eflin, Matt Moore. Chase Anderson will pitch the Friday game if things stay on schedule at Coors, and then it'll be Nola-Wheeler. So, I mean, at least you have two of your better pitchers going in that Rocky series uh, as it sits right now. Whew, that's going to be tough. And then you go to St. Louis for four before you come back home to take on the Mets again. So it's like a lot more divisional games in the mix. But, I mean, the month of April's tough. You know, between this 13-game stretch, you get the Cardinals a bunch of times this month. You get the Giants, who are, are pesky and annoying, the return of Gabe Kapler to Citizens Bank Park for the first time. Um, and then... Going out to, to Coors is going to be brutal. But at least Nola and Wheeler slated to pitch in that series. I'm excited. I mean, sure, you had the, a couple bad losses to start the year. You know, the, the Mets game loss and then the two down in Atlanta this weekend. But the Phillies are 6-3 and three after nine games. I, I mean, if you would have told anybody right after spring training that the first nine games of the season, the Phillies would be 6-3 and three and in first place in the NL East everybody would take that everybody would take that outcome a hundred percent of the time because you're in first place you're three games above 500 uh you're tied with the Reds for the third best record in baseball the Giants are also six and three so you know you're in that upper echelon right now after the first week of the season the Dodgers are eight and two. Padres are 7 and 3. Both of those teams played just one more game than you. Um, but you know you're in the upper echelon. You've taken care of business for the most part. You've only lost one series. Um, so I mean I'm I'm totally okay with how things have um yeah. They've only lost one series. So I mean, I'm totally okay with how this season has started. Let's keep it rolling. Go into Queens win 3 out of 4. Win the series. That's what you want to do. Each and every series you go into, just win the series, and then you get that nine and four outcome that Matt and I have been talking about since spring training, when we break, when we've broken down the schedule, and uh, you're you're sitting pretty with this Phillies team, and that's super exciting. And I can't wait for this Mets series because I can't stand the Mets. Let's get into another first place team, though the 76ers. As you guys are listening to this, we'll be playing in their final game of that four-game road trip. Uh, Like we talked about on the last episode of the pod, uh, the Sixers beat the Celtics and absolutely just blew the doors off of them. But they come out on Friday night super flat against the Pelicans, and it was just like, blah. Like, just not a great game. They looked rusty, and it was almost like they just didn't care about that game almost, which was a game that they should have been able to easily win. You know, even Doc Rivers kind of called them out after the game, and then they went out on Saturday, just blew the doors off the Oklahoma City Thunder, a team that had no business being on the same court as the Sixers. Um, they were thrown out like a JV squad. It was, it was like a G League team almost because the Thunder are just trying to purposely lose. Um, but the, the thing that's concerning to me is Ben Simmons. You know, I'm not as concerned as most people. You know, he put up 13 points, played great defense in the the Thunder game, but it's the Thunder. But, I mean, Ben's got to start scoring more. Joel Embiid said it in the the post-game press conference about Ben Simmons as well that he's got to go out there and, you know, perform. He's got to go out there and score more. He's got to be more of a presence out there um uh, trying to find the exact quote here here it is uh he's got to be aggressive he's got to make guys on the other team guard him and that's exactly what you know we've been saying about Ben Simmons for a while now is he's got to be that force he's got to be that number two superstar on the court night in and night out there's there can't be moments especially when the playoffs roll around and knowing that you're gonna have to get through Brooklyn which is the next game after this Mavericks game on Monday night. You you got to be able to have, uh, you know, be able to rely on guys like Embiid, Ben Simmons, and Tobias Harris to go out there and give you just forceful nights every single night in the playoffs. Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work and with the rise of streaming platforms new tv shows and movies are popping up every single week and it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch well that's where streamer season comes in the exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for tv and movies on the underground sports philadelphia podcast network join me kb and a plethora of our hosts right here at usp breaking down All the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. And if Ben Simmons is kind of like lacking behind, it's going to be tough to go out and beat a Brooklyn team in a seven game series if you're not getting 100% from Ben Simmons. Um, so hopefully he turns things around and, and picks up steam to, to end this season. But, you know, there's still a a ton of games left on the docket for him to really, you know, get back in stride. It's been a a post all-star game slump for him in a sense. Um, but he's got about like a month or so, like a month and a half to actually really like a month because the season, regular season's over on May 16th, so a little over a month to really, you know, gear up for the playoffs and, and be the best Ben Simmons he can be. Sixers also went out and signed Anthony Tolliver to a 10-day contract. Hadn't been in the league this year. Uh, he's bounced around a ton, trying to see how many teams he's actually been with um, because it's it's pretty funny. He's big-time journeyman. Uh, I know there have been rumors about <laughs> The uh, the Sixers signing him in the past, he's 35 years old, kind of what this team needs. You know, he's a, f- a forward, we'll see what he can do on this 10-day. Um, Yeah, he's played a long time, so NBA-wise, he played with the Spurs in 08-09, played overseas a bunch, Um, played with the Trailblazers in 09, the Warriors in 2010, the Timberwolves from 2010 to 2012. The Hawks from 2012 to 2013. The Charlotte Bobcats from 13 to 14. The Suns in 14. The Pistons from 14 to 16. Sacramento Kings from 16 to 17. Went back to Detroit for 17-18. Went back to the Timberwolves for 18-19. Went to the Trailblazers in 2019-2020. And uh, he also played with the Kings and the Memphis Grizzlies in 2020. So he's out here balling, hooping. I think he'll be a, a nice piece to this team for the next uh, few games that they're going to need as many bodies as possible. Um, Sixers did wave Iggy Brasdigas to make room for Tolliver on the 10 day because gauntlet stretch coming up for this Sixers team, too. You know, it, it was not easy uh, being on the road for four games, but now they have a chance to win three out of four on the road if they beat the Mavericks. But. After that, it's the Nets, Clippers, Warriors, Suns, two against the Bucks. And then uh, you also have two games against the Hawks and a game against the Thunder sprinkled in there. But those four, you know, against the, uh, or six, I'm sorry, Nets, Clippers, Warriors, Suns, two against the Bucks. And I mean, even those Hawks games, the Hawks right now are the four seed in the East, four games above 500. Um, you want to take advantage of every opportunity given to you. That Nets game is more than likely going to determine who ends up with the one seed or, or gives a, a bigger advantage to who's going to have the one seed. So that hopefully the Sixers don't overlook this Mavericks game, just looking ahead to the Nets game. But that Nets game is going to be super important. It's going to be must-see TV. Um, also, the Sixers on national TV for like seven straight games as well. I'm going to try to pull up. Uh, who tweeted the schedule? Let's see here. Yeah, here it is. So, next seven games, including this Dallas game. So, Dallas, Brooklyn, Clippers, Golden State, Phoenix, two against Milwaukee are all nationally televised. Um, so, uh, there are some games on NBC Sports Philly but nationally televised for seven straight games is pretty wild. That typically doesn't happen for any team, no matter who's playing. Um, but the Sixers are must see TV right now. You know, they're 36 and 17, uh, 24 and seven overall in the East, 20 and five at home, 16 and 12 on the road. Let's go out and prove to the world that this team is legit. You got seven games on the, in the spotlight to do it. And, uh, you know, this is a, a big time stretch for this team to really go out and prove to themselves, prove to the, the league, prove to fans and everything that they're the real deal and people are really gonna get a spotlight on this team and and we can show them who they really are. Uh so hopefully they go out, take advantage of this opportunity, and don't overlook this Mavericks game. Yes, it's out of conference. Yes, it's it's the final game of a four-game road trip before you come home for four, but don't overlook it. You need to win as many games as possible, especially if if I'm correct here. Yeah, so the Nets play the Timberwolves uh when you when you're playing the Mavericks. So, both teams in action. Shout out to the Lakers for blowing the doors off the Nets on Saturday night as well. Um, but, you know, both teams have one game before that big time matchup on Wednesday night which will be happening right when we kick off the pod as well as when tip-off happens. So that'll be exciting to uh, break down for an hour for you guys live. Might be just a, a full-blown watch party at that point for Sixers Nets on twitch.tv slash Um, But then the Nets play on on Friday. They play on Sunday. So, I mean, it, it's a, it's going to be a big-time you know rundown for who ends up getting that number one seed in the East. And I'm not even going to tell you guys to go watch that team that wears orange and black because they absolutely stink. Um, Just a flat-out disgrace. If you want to watch good hockey, good hockey content, I highly recommend the new Mighty Ducks series on Disney Plus because you will enjoy it way more than you will enjoy sitting and watching a Flyers game. How they end up losing to the Buffalo Sabres is beyond me, even in regulation at that um just a piss poor performance from that team. they're absolutely disgraceful and uh, there's there's only way to like even try to enact change for that team is just to not even pay attention to them. Act like they don't exist because they're owned by Comcast and all they want is your fucking money and they're just not worth your time right now. They're not worth it, you know, I know. Uh, Harrison put out a blog about how the Eagles aren't worth your time right now, uh, which they still aren't. There's just, I have removed football from my brain since the season ended, and it has been the best therapy for myself in a long time. Uh, do the same with the Flyers because you'll feel a lot better about yourself. You have a good Phillies baseball team playing right now. You have a great Sixers basketball team playing right now. The Union just got back uh, and going with their new season. Uh, so you have a lot of options. You also have great shows to watch, uh, and you can check out streamer season our, our TV and movie streaming platform podcast, because we got a lot of content going on over there and we'll help you figure out what to watch. But, uh, flyers are absolutely not worth your time. Not at all. Um, so don't even give them a, a chance. They're, they're just dead in the water. I don't even I haven't paid attention to the Flyers in probably like a month because they've been that horrendous. Um they're not worth it. And let's take a look at the standing. Yeah, the Flyers are literally like third from the bottom in the division. Um 44 points tied with the Rangers. Disgraceful. Just this team is piss poor. They 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 don't know what they want to do. They have a negative goal differential, can't score, can't defend. Don't even give them the time of day. It's not worth it. And uh, anybody that's like bashing on the other teams because they're a Flyers fan and it's because they're not watching what these other teams are doing, tell them to piss off. There's no need for negativity around two teams like the Sixers and the Phillies that are playing well right now. So get out of town. But, I mean, overall, this weekend in Philly sports, was, it was decent. wasn't the best it could have been just because the Phillies didn't end up winning that series against the Braves and the Sixers lost a very winnable game against the New Orleans Pelicans, but get excited. You know, this, this Phillies team is, there's a lot to be excited about. I can't wait until the first day I get back to Citizens Bank Park. Like, I'm looking forward to it like no other. We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you, The fastest-growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey. Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Cremins as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. the Sixers and the playoffs are right around the corner and I know it's been a weird like regular season and it's almost like we've kind of just been like counting down to the playoffs um but it's been fun to watch this team go to work and and they're having fun still they're playing well overall uh just need Ben Simmons to step it up and and kind of hit that second gear as the playoffs get closer um but this Phillies team man sure lost the series get it out of the way Alec Boehm he he touched home plate. Don't get it twisted. Uh the internet's going to be up in arms defending the Atlanta Braves for whatever reason for the next uh, also Drew Smiley piss off. What an absolute loser. I can't believe he pitched for this team. Uh talking about, you know, if that's the way you're going to do it, why even have a replay at all? What a what an absolute clown. I I can't believe Drew Smiley ever put on a Phillies uniform. He's a total tool. He is an Atlanta Brave like I hope Atlanta enjoys Drew Smiley's thirteen million dollar contract. What an absolute loser! That Braves team, outside of a couple guys like Acuna and uh, Ozzie Albies, I mean, I, I tweeted Dansby Swanson's a doofus. He is a doofus, but he called out the Braves fans tonight, which was pretty cool to see. Um, because after the call, like Braves fans were throwing beer onto the field, throwing shit at players. Like what losers! Braves fans are such losers. Uh it, it blows my mind how big of losers the fans in the NL East are outside of the normal Phillies fans, but there are some losers in Braves country with the the Mets, the Nationals, don't even get me started with Nationals fans. Um uh, it's crazy how big of like sore losers and babies some of these fan bases are. Um And maybe it's just because, you know, we haven't been relevant in a decade in terms of, like, going to the playoffs and stuff. But I feel like Phillies fans have really, like, we've tempered ourselves. we got a nice, uh, you know, spotlight with uh, JT, the young kid in the outfield who got the Freddie Freeman home run ball. Gave it to a Freddie Freeman fan. That's another guy like Freddie Freeman. Like, can't stand him. Good player. Um, But shout out to JT. Not real Muto. Um Great job by him giving the ball to a to a Braves fan instead of, you know, throwing it back. I never understand throwing a, a ball back from it being you know, from like a home run or a foul ball. I never understood that. It's like the odds of you ending up getting a ball from that situation are so slim and you're just gonna throw it back for what? Like what are we doing? It it never made sense to me, uh, for that to happen and what that young JT did was what I think everybody should do. You know, if you're not a fan of the person or the the team that hit the home run or got the foul ball or whatever, go find a fan of that that team or a fan of that player and hook somebody up with the ball. Be a good Samaritan. Um really cool stuff there. And the Phillies, I know, hooked him up big time. And uh I'm excited for this series against the Mets. You guys should be too. It's going to be an all-out brawl. I don't know if the pitching has been set up. I don't think we'll see Marcus Stroman in this series, which is hilarious. But he was so pissed after that game today. Um, So the series will open with Chase Anderson versus Peterson. uh, Aaron Nola versus Tywon Walker on Tuesday. Wednesday, it'll be Zach Wheeler versus To Be Determined for the Mets. And then on Thursday, it will be... Zach Eflin against Jacob Degrom. So, there's your, there's your, uh, your rotation for the series. At least Matt Moore doesn't have to pitch, but he will pitch against the Cardinals, which is scary. Um, so I expect a loss in that first game of the series against the Cardinals, which sucks. But I can't wait for this Met series. We got some big things in the works here at Underground Sports Philadelphia for you guys. So that's why you got to stay in the know. By following us on social media at underground PHI, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. You can follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Castarina. And uh, make sure you check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. Check out all of our podcasts on the podcast network from the Outside the Box podcast to the Get in the Whole podcast. We just did a master's recap that you guys can listen to. Uh, Right after you're done listening to this episode, it's in your subscription boxes. Subscribe to all the podcast streamer season with our next breakdown of Falcon Winter Soldier episode four. Uh, We've got the fourth and goal fantasy football guys doing their damn thing, getting ready for the draft. And of course, check out Curtain Talk, our collab project with Buna Regional High School uh, and their drama department. Myself and Carmen Bryant hosting that bad boy with a plethora of guest hosts. And uh, we got some big things in the works over there as well. So check out those podcasts and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Apple podcast did this weird thing where they purged uh, ratings from people's podcasts and they came for us. So we need your help building back up uh, all of our shows. So subscribe to the podcast on Apple podcast. Leave those five star ratings and reviews. Uh, we lost 10 5-star ratings, so help us get back up to where we want to be. We want to get to 300. sooner the better, uh, so help us get to 300 5-star ratings and reviews. Uh, we are currently at 265, so we need 35 more 5-star ratings and reviews. Help us get there. 5-stars uh, only because we have standards. We know you do too, and we know they're 5-stars You can also check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, and the newly branded Odyssey app, (formerly Radio.com). And uh, we'll be back on Wednesday, twitch.tv slash undergroundsportsphi. Follow the channel so you know when we go live. You know when Steven Schneider goes live as a professional golfer playing PGA 2K. You'll also get a chance to tune into the Pit Stop every single morning, the new morning show on our network with Pat Pitts, where he's breaking down all the big national news and highlights and everything else in between. Uh, So definitely give that a go. The Pit Stop podcast is back. So check that out. Uh, Pitts has been crushing it in his first week on the Twitch channel. So go support the kid. And uh, shout-out to the people that support us, our local sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharme's Pro, Foot Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie, Incorporated, Bob Novick, Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And, of course, our friends at Tomahawk Shades, Manscaped, and Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. All three websites, same promo code, USP. TomahawkShades.com, you get 25% off your order at checkout. Manscaped.com, you get 20% off. Free shipping and a big old thank you from your balls. And Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. You get 10% off the 1-liter bottles of vodka at statesidevodka.com. Must be 21 or older to order. And, of course, please drink responsibly. This has been episode number 321 of the Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast. USP, baby. Doing this damn thing for the people. Uh, We'll catch you guys on Wednesday. I'm your boy, KB. And we are signing off. Peace.